Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. If you build it, he will It's the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Cow. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cowk with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Paul Jones Drug Tuesday out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to The Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. We'll dive into uh, some high school hoops tonight. Just you? I haven't looked up the schedule just yet. I have I not either. I know you're playing. Oh, you've got Canute. Where are you headed? I'm I'm up in Arnett. Ah, TJ's way. Yeah. Look forward to it. And it's an early one. I'm going to say this more than once so people don't tune in at 630 and they've already missed the girls game. <laughs> the first game is at 5. Looks like you're the only one on at least what we've got on the Paragon schedule. All right. I've cornered it. I you're got the, everybody you're, watching you're me You're the tonight. Lone Ranger. Yeah. Five o'clock. We probably ought to fix that. Come to think of it, say six thirty. Yeah, which that's you know. Well, here's the deal. I'm looking at the schedule that was given to me originally, and it does say six thirty. I think that was like a last minute. Well, I said last minute, like a week ago, they decided. You know what? No one's in school. I love it. I love the idea. Just move it up. Why not? Yep. So we probably need to make that change. That way, we can let as many people know. Yeah. That high school hoops tonight. At Arnett, we can kind of talk a little bit about the early part of the season in the high school hoops. Also, I can't believe it's taken me this long this week, but, you know, Mondays are normally really busy with a lot of things that happen over the weekend. Yeah. But this this is one of – this is my favorite week. It is your favorite week. I know I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So we can talk – let's talk Thanksgiving. Like, what are you going to make? You got any – you got menu items already – planned i do we've got all kinds of menu items good that we've decided i've been to the store i'm not I told as my wife today adventurous I'm, as you are good i told my wife today we had one another list as we've got for you know to go to the store mm-hmm. i told her today i will go to the store again today after that i'm not going again no 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 tomorrow is gonna be crazy i've been four out of tomorrow. five wow Starting Friday. Wow. I skipped Saturday. It's the only day I haven't been to the store. So, this is it. I'm going to put my foot down. I'm figuring out there's really no good time to go to the store. Like around this time of year. It's always crazy busy. I went yesterday at noon to pick a couple things up. It was okay. But there's still a lot of a lot of foot traffic happening. Yeah. Oh, that's just going to increase. Yeah. For like the next month. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. So we'll talk a little Thanksgiving. Two words. Online shopping. Yeah. See, I normally don't like to do that. I like to pick out the produce. I know you do. Yeah, that's that you need yeah. Yeah. My wife discovered she did the pickup thing and she got some really bad strawberries. Yeah, I gotta and pick she out. She went the back on she goes, nuh uh. And she's they gave her a return. Like she can bring them back and get better strawberries. There is a, there is a place in town if you like grapes that for the, about the last three weeks or so. Every time we've gone in, we've gotten grapes, and they have been the red grapes have been awesome, mm. sweet. Can you hint at where this at? Is this a secret? No, people are probably be, going there right now. Yeah, we just, we just can't if they don't advertise right. with us. We can't really. And there's yeah. probably and they're probably all over town because I think it's like like grape season right now. So it's probably everywhere. The right. red grapes I just have gotten from one of the three major places you'd go to get grapes. Yeah, and they've been awesome. Well, so, you tell me off air because my out. girls love grapes. It's a little shout out out there. Gotcha. If you, if you like grapes, I imagine you can go anywhere and get them good. Uh, so we we're gonna have a little bit of that Thanksgiving talk. 
college football coming up this weekend, and specifically tonight. We kind of delved in this at the very end of the show yesterday, but college football playoff rankings come out tonight. What happens with Florida State? Does the committee take kind of a wait-and-see approach and give the backup quarterback a chance to prove himself? Do they immediately dock him because of the Jordan Travis injury? I think this is fascinating because I was listening to the guys yesterday afternoon, and from what I've read, you know, there was there was talk in Jim and Al, Al specifically, that the, the playoff committee isn't going to treat it like the basketball where injuries matter. That's not true. From what I've from what I've read, that's absolutely a, a, a possibility and maybe even a directive that they're supposed to follow in hmm. looking at the resumes. So with FSU, will this be the week that, that Washington cracks that top four? Will they finally get in there as the uh, as the fourth or what's kind of as the undefeated? Will they make it into the top four? Have the have the in state schools Underachieved, overachieved, or achieved so far this season. Both still have viable opportunities to make it to the Big 12 title game, although Oklahoma State's road appears much more simple. Where do we stand on uh, the seasons that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have had in our top 10 in the college football world? And then we'll do some NFL. Who's the MVP? a really good question yeah what what's going on in the afc you know it's a preseason beginning of the season i think most people thought that if, if you had the five best teams at three at least were in the top five of the 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 afc had at least three of the top five and maybe like five of the top seven are we sure that the or do we do we buy into that anymore and then i've got a i've got a stat here and I want to see if you can tell me what it is. Okay. 11 and 3. And then 10 and 16. 11 and 3. And 10 and 16. Kind of piggybacking off the AFC. Are there more Super Bowl worthy teams in the NFC? Hmm. Good one. We'll do our top five in the NFL as well. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line on this Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime right in at 225-9698. If you're outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. Log on to KADSAM.com or download the app. The app has it all. It's got radio. It's got the Penny News. I, I bet a brand new edition that Penny News is out right now on uh, on the website. It updated probably last night at midnight. Thepennynews.com. You can start finding the Penny News tonight. Because of the holiday. Because of the holiday. Right. And, and for sure by tomorrow you can pick up a free copy of that Penny News. Paragon TV on the air tonight. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Canoon and Arnett. The only the show game could be a good one. Very well could be. And of course Big Elk TV starts next week. All that Paragon TV stuff starting on Monday, I believe. We've got Merritt basketball season opening. Then, of course, we'll just have wall-to-wall basketball all the way through the month early of early March. And the Skinny on Sports podcast available anywhere you can find a podcast. How are you today, Jared? Very good. Well, not very good. I'm a little congested if you can't hear it. Woke up with one nostril pretty much clogged. I'm good. Getting through it. Fighting off a cold. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little loopy. I'm good. Trying to balance out the meds. (laughs) I am. uh, I'm good. The antihistamines. The what do you call that? What do you call that? The is it Mucinex? Yeah. I think I got some generic stuff, but I'm I'm fighting through it because um, I mean, what two more days of work? So I'm probably not as good as Steeler fans right now. I think I think they're better than you after they fired I, Matt Canada. I do too. That's what I'm saying. I'm probably not that good. <laughs> right. as, as the Steelers have fired offense coordinator Matt Canada. I think for a lot of a lot of uh, Steeler fans, it's a long time coming. Now uh, get to see at least a small sample size of whether or not the offensive problems are created by Matt Canada. Are they created by an offensive line that's not very good? Are they created by a quarterback that's not very good? 
I think we'll get a chance maybe to find that out in a small sample size down the stretch in some important games as uh, Pittsburgh tries to battle for a wild card spot or even possibly win the AFC North. All kind of still up for grabs there and that what I what I consider the league's best division. So yeah, probably not as good as as those guys. Um who's the MVP? <clears throat> wow, yeah. I think after last night, Hertz has definitely sprung up in that conversation just for his toughness. I mean, he just keeps winning, right? Maybe it's not flashy. He's getting help from his buddies with the push and stuff. But, I mean, it's just – it is what it is. He, he just – he keeps winning, and that's a big part of the MVP race. Um, I mean, maybe Lamar's still in that conversation. I'm racking my brain. Who do you think it is? I don't. I have no idea. And, and, if, and listen, <laughs> well, if I'm it, glad you have no idea because I don't either. I was just throwing out names. I mean, Hurts. Come on, man. Fifteen touchdowns, nine picks. He's lost two fumbles. I mean, he's he's not quite Josh Allen esque of turning the ball over, but he's getting close. I just don't. Uh, I'm, this MVP race. I'll tell you who it should be. It should be somebody that's not a quarterback. That's the problem, though. Everyone's going to look at the quarterback Everybody first. wants it to be a quarterback, but it, there, there's guys out there. I mean, I think you can make cases for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I think you can make cases for uh, for Miles Garrett. At, at Cleveland, T.J. Watt has been fantastic. And then there's another guy that when I started seeing this a couple of weeks ago, I thought, oh, come on. Talk about putting the cart before the horse. But as nobody separates themselves, it it actually does lend, I think, a little credence to the possibility of a quarterback. But not a quarterback that anybody would have seen coming. Who's that? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, okay. Yeah, I didn't have a good game Sunday, but they still won. Well, I mean, he's 17 so, touchdowns versus five picks. Yeah. We're trying to give it to Hurts at 15 and nine. Well, every time I said and him he's, is and because they're, 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 they're the wins they are. and they're leading the NFC and all of that. And so what's just, more – I mean, I guess this is the conversation that, that's that, going to have to be had. It's what, a chicken egg thing, yeah. Well, what's more impressive? Jalen Hurts, who went to the Super Bowl last year, winning the division again, or C.J. Stroud, whose team had the second and third picks in the draft – Taking his team to the playoffs. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be this good this quick. No, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a process. I can I completely agree with that. I mean, he's runaway rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, I mean, the only guy that you could even else? consider, and he he took so long to even get started is Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs at uh, Detroit. He's had a few good games, but no, heck no. Not There's as, nobody not as consistent as as Stroud has been. Yeah, I have, no pro- I have no problem putting him in that conversation of MVP. No I th- problem. I think it may be a little bit of an indictment on the supposed top-tier quarterbacks that haven't had the seasons that we're used to them having. Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts are turning the ball over at league-leading paces. Mahomes, there's just something not right with Kansas City. We saw it last night. Something's wrong with their offense. It's just something's not, it's not quite right. It's not as simple as just drop passes. There's something wrong there. Yeah. Receivers, you know, lack of inconsistent run game. You know, the offensive line feels like they, they give him time, at least enough time to kind of mm-hmm. move around in the pocket or whatever. It just doesn't. There's something a little off about Kansas City. And quite frankly, that defense has been the reason why, yeah, they, the, Chief, why yeah. the Chiefs are in the space that they are in right now. When they went up ten and a half, with the way that 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 game was going, you thought the defense. I thought that'd be enough because I thought the defense would just keep them there. Keep you know what I mean? If that offense was going to continue to struggle, because I didn't sense that there's a lot of offense out of Philadelphia last night until well, then the second half happened. Yeah, sums up with the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, Philly had like a hundred yards through three quarters. Yeah, it was, and won the game. Right. Yeah. So the Chiefs. The Chiefs haven't scored a point in the second half in three straight games. 
I heard that stuff. So they scored a touchdown four games ago with three minutes to play in the fourth quarter against the Chargers. After that, they got the ball and that game ended. Okay? So, you know, that just happens. Then the next game, punt, turnover on downs, interception, into the game. The next game, punt, fumble, punt, punt, in the game. And then last night, punt, punt, fumble, punt, punt, turnover on downs, and, and that's the they don't have the ball to end the game because Philly's taking knees. That is that is remarkable. That they yeah. that not a point in the second half in the last three games, and that's where this uh, to me this MVP MVP race is wide open. You know who else? You know who else could be sneaking up in that mix? Deron Bland. It is a Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> Dak, really? I was I was afraid to say Dak. Or you say Micah. Dak Prescott. Da- Dak Prescott. Now he's going to have to perform in some of the good games. Dallas hasn't played anybody since they lost. Yeah, to they Philly. Got, yeah. He played really well, but he made boneheaded game costing mistakes. But he's not. He's second in QBR, 19 touchdowns, six picks. It's, isn't that amazing how he just gets lambasted for a three interception game against San Francisco? And then you look up, and some of the golden boys in people's minds of NFL quarterbacking have turned it over, thrown more interceptions to Dak, turned it over more than Dak. That all gets kind of swept under the rug. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how little Dallas Cowboy talk there is when they just win? And how quick the vultures circle on a loss. Well, yeah. That's, that's just how it goes. You know why they're going to win the Super Bowl this year? Why? Because the... The um, Jimmy Johnson curse has been lifted because he's uh, going to be, He's going to go into the Ring of Honor. Yes, I know they've won since he's been fired, or let go, or, or parting of ways, or whatever that was. But but it, it feels like a kumbaya moment on Sunday when that was announced. Yeah. and I thought maybe that's it. Maybe that's all they needed. Maybe the maybe that it was cursed. Maybe they were cursed because they didn't put him in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, so Sam asking this interesting question. If the receiver just catches the ball last night, are we discussing the Chiefs' problems? Probably not, but we should be. Right. Okay, so now they've scored one touchdown in three games instead of none in the second half. It would be well, – It's still an issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's an issue. I mean, all you got to do is watch them. If, if you've watched them play football over the last, since Mahomes has been there, it's obvious there's issues offensively. And whatever, I mean, the quarterback's still the same, if not better. You know, is you know Kelsey is Kelsey, but the, they're so reliant on him because I mean, to me, it's the you know you go from Tyree Kill, then you kind of put some guys together, and then last night, I mean, who else can you blame that on? How many passes did Justin Watson drop, or just kind of going the wrong way, just not on the same page? You know, before Valdez Scantling dropped the game-winning touchdown, there was a play in the in the third quarter where he, you know, if he just keeps running down the sideline, that, that one might have been a touchdown. Say he turns himself around completely in a circle, mm-hmm. and the ball just sails over his head because Mahomes is thinking he's doing one thing, and Valdez Scantling's doing a total another. Watson did that a couple of times. I mean, this is this is literally going to test. I mean, if. To me, if Mahomes figures out a way to get to the Super Bowl and win it with this crew, then there's yeah. nothing he can't do. Right, exactly. What is up with the AFC? Is it just like a snapshot? If you because if you look at kind of who is in in the playoffs right now at this moment in time, and there's still what seven games left. Yeah, most most people played ten, but if you look at this moment in time. There's no Bills, there's no Bengals, there's no Chargers. So all those young, stud, up-and-coming quarterbacks aren't there. Or the ones that everybody thought it was going to be. And, I mean, who is Kansas City really scared of if the other teams are the Ravens, the Jags, the Dolphins, the Browns, the Texans, and the Steelers? Maybe the Ravens. I mean, at this point, they would have to go on the road for the first time in Mahomes' career. He's never played a road playoff game. But when you look at the conference records, Kansas City's 5-1. and one. 
everybody else has got at least two, if not three, losses. So they would they would win tie breaks over most people if it came down to that. Because Denver's the loss. Well, Denver's not going to be in the running for the tie. You know what I'm saying? So they've yeah. already beat the Jags. They've already beat the Dolphins. You know, so they're they're kind of in the in a really good spot to still host at Arrowhead. And I I don't I mean, are we trusting Lamar to go into Arrowhead? In an AFC title game to beat Patrick Mahomes? Well, I mean they keep it close at halftime, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I guess you're not down thirty and half. <laughs> you just outscore him in the second half. Okay, so here's give, I mean have you, Lamar's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Why wouldn't you give him a shot? Jalen Hurts went and did it last night. Totally different time, though. Different scenario, absolutely. Yeah. It'd be it'd be a different type of animal. Oh yeah, I get that too. So have you have you figured out what eleven to three and ten and sixteen is? Man, I may have cheated and heard this stat this morning on Sports Center. Is is that Jalen Hurts' regular season record eleven and three? No. What is okay? What's the stat? Eleven and three is Patrick Mahomes' playoff record. Oh, I got you. Okay. Ten and sixteen is the combined playoff records for the rest of the field as it stands right now in the AFC and the NFC. They're starting quarterbacks. Only Brock Purdy has a winning record, and that was all from a year ago at two and one. Yeah. Lawrence, Jalen are even. Trevor Lawrence one and one, Jalen Hurts two and two. Everybody else has a losing playoff record in the both the AFC and the NFC if the playoffs started right now. So even after all thinking about watching, discussing the Chiefs' problems or what it looks like problems, if the playoffs started today. How could you favor anybody but Kansas City because their quarterback has so much more positive energy playoff-wise in his career than anybody else in the in the mix? Yeah, hard to go against those numbers. Hard and you know, but the longer that goes on, the more pressure on on Kansas City and in Mahomes, right? Like you know what I mean? You know they they're starting to feel like one of those, you know, like like we talked about the Lakers or the Clippers or or Phoenix or some of those teams that, and but we but we haven't seen it because they've always played at home. But is anybody going to discount Patrick Mahomes just because he has to go on the road and win a playoff game? I'm not. No. Nah. I mean it's it's like the, I mean that division isn't very good and so they're going to win that division. They've got a three game lead. Uh, two-game lead over Denver. So pretty pretty secure with seven games left. I mean, things can happen, but still. I, I just they, I don't think it matters where they, where they seed is what I'm saying. They seem like one of those old, chiseled, veteran NBA teams that rolls in as the third seed and next thing you know is in, in the NBA Finals. Whereas some of these other teams... I think really need like the blessing of a home game, you know, to, yeah. to, to get going. Right. Are there more Super Bowl worthy teams in the NFC than the AFC? On the AFC, we're, we're going to put. Let me think about this. I see two. You see two in the AFC. I do too. In the NFC, there are, I would go with four? I would. Are we thinking of the same ones, maybe? I would say there's four in the NFC. Philly, Detroit, San Francisco, and Dallas. And then the AFC, I could only, right now, with the teams that are in there, I can only possibly see Baltimore and Kansas City. That's exactly who I did. Yeah. Now, if Buffalo jumps up in there, Cincinnati's... They're done. Even if they make it to the – they're not going to be <clears> – <throat> they're not a Super Bowl team. Unfortunately, without their quarterback. Without their quarterback, it's, it's just, just not happening. Not happening. You know, it, it's hard for me to see Cleveland and DTR even as good as that defense is. Miami hasn't, made, hasn't beaten a team with a winning record yet. 
You know, maybe Tre- is Trevor Lawrence like the Joe Burrow of a couple of years ago mm. when Cincinnati was able to to make kind of a magical run through the AFC playoffs and play in the Super Bowl and really have a chance to win it against the Rams. Maybe this is the coming out party. But the the point of, of that record of these of these quarterbacks in the playoffs is somebody's going to have to do something outside of Patrick Mahomes. We're in the, we're in that weird little lull between you know I think we've been so used to Brady, Manning, Ben, Eli for all these years and now we're stuck with Patrick, and who's going to join? Who's going to be those? Who's going to be the guy? Who's going to be like what Manning was to Brady? Who's going to be that person to Mahomes? I'd settle for a Ben. What Ben was to Brady? Right. Much less Peyton. Yeah, there are. I'd settle for Eli. Yeah. Yeah. I um. Lamar's almost in that category. Almost. One and three in the playoffs. He needs to win more in the playoffs. That's the problem for him, yeah. He needs to win more in the playoffs. And then you got the young guys, like Tua with Miami. Well, beat a team with a pulse. And, um, so, So, uh, it, 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 is Stroud going to be that next guy? I mean, he's certainly getting a lot of love for good reason. Well, and there's some older guys in the AF, or the NFC, that need to be better. Dak, number one. Two and four in the playoffs. That that needs to be better. It has to be better. In order to, you know, bring the Cowboys out of this three-decade funk of not winning Super Bowls. It's I mean, it's going to be on his shoulders. It's not just the quarterback, but it's a huge part of it. We all know that. And right now, there just doesn't – it doesn't feel like – Maybe it is Hurts, and he just hasn't played enough playoff games yet to prove, you know, he does what he did again last year, he'll have a winning record, even if they lose in the Super Bowl. But it doesn't feel like there's a worthy opponent to Mahomes right now. At least the teams that are in the playoffs. The one guy that it feels like is a worthy opponent isn't playing in it for the rest of the season, and that's Burrow. He's, he's the one guy. You know, Allen had the one great game but outside of Joe Burrow it just doesn't seem like the, the anybody else in the league can stand up to Mahomes in a playoff game and so that's the I guess that's the silver lining and the deep in the dark Chiefs cloud this morning is yeah you lost you're still essentially in a tie for the home field advantage you got tiebreakers over a couple of the teams that you're tied with and you've got the only quarterback that's done anything across the league, at least the, of the teams that are in right now, in the playoffs. Who's your top five? Um, I my top five. Why did I put? I went. I went the opposite. That's fine. I went ten in NFL, then five oh, college. I oh. need to fix that later. I'll just go five. I put Dallas at five. I got them back up there. I know they're playing some some weak teams, but they've been looking really good. Uh, you know, that defense, I mentioned Bland, Micah Parsons was off the chart. I thought Micah Parsons was about to have a career day on Sunday because he what, had two sacks already in the first quarter and was looked unstoppable. I dropped Kansas City to four. Uh, San Francisco is number three, Baltimore two, Philadelphia one. Right outside was Detroit. Right outside for me was Detroit. Yeah, I've got Jacksonville five. I don't have Dallas in because they're not beating anybody. Beat a decent team. I've got Detroit four, Baltimore three, San Francisco two, and I had to put Philly one. I just you have to. You go in and even even though as ugly as it was and as improbable as that game was to win, Philly had no business winning that game. That's more of a Kansas City indictment to me than it is kudos to Philly. Even though that's kind of the that's the team they've become. That win, you know, last year they were high flying, score a bunch of points, have a lot of fun, and you know, kicking the crap out of people. Yeah, this year they're a lot more. I mean, they, how many times have they kind of pulled one out of the fire? It seems like a ton, you know, and, and some people will have kind of made that uh, Philly's not as good. I, in a weird way, think it's almost more impressive what they're doing this year to be able to win those games. That To me, that's, the one, that's when you're a really, really, really good NFL team. When you could win without your best, I, I've found and beat it, good yeah. teams without your best. Last night I thought it was funny because 
It was like third and 22. And Troy or Buck, somebody said, well, he needs to get 22 yards here. I was like, no, he doesn't. He needs 20 yards because they can just yeah. push the rest that's, of the two. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the truth, too. There's, a, there's, there's always two or three yards to be had. They guarantee themselves. And I like what Troy said at one point. It was third or second and one. They did the push. He's mm-hmm. like, man, why didn't they just take a shot? Because they're going to get it on third down anyway. I actually thought they might do some kind of weird play out of the tush like push formation, but they didn't. Yeah. Know. How about the near interception on the spike? That's it. Let's talk about that when we come back. <laughs> Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones drug and i promise we provide care you can trust are you crying are you crying <laughs> skinny on sports there's no crying in baseball welcome back skinny on sports 98.1 fm the sports animal hanging out on a paul jones drug tuesday let's talk a little bit about paul jones drug 809 north main street is their address right here in elk city paul jones is the oldest compounding pharmacy in elk city <laughs> Free to local delivery, drive-through pickup. We've got curbside testing and vaccinations, and their blister packs, which is their long-term care unit packaging. Paul Jones Drug is care you can trust. Two two five two one two one is their phone number. Appreciate Rodney and all the gang down at Paul Jones Drug. We'll continue to tell you about them as we move along throughout the hour. Yeah, the the Jalen Carter play. That is something that I personally have never seen. Like when I first saw the highlight of it. I thought he was trying to steal the snap. I didn't. I, I didn't fully comprehend exactly what he was trying to do. Yeah. Until they like saw from behind, they realized, "Oh my gosh, he almost intercepted the spike." Right. So if you didn't, even if you missed it, Creed Humphrey snaps it back to Mahomes. Mahomes is just going to throw it in the ground, and Jalen Carter dives through the offensive lineman's legs and actually gets a hand on it before it hits the ground. It popped up and then was incomplete and as we were talking in the break i guess he he saw it on youtube some high school kid did it yeah and that's where he got he the like, idea oh, that's pretty cool i guess i can try that and he just saw the opportunity to try it it would have been insane if it had pulled it off and there's nothing illegal about it i watched it over and over again he weighed on the snap he didn't in it was an encroachment it wasn't offsides i don't even think he made contact with didn't even look like he touched Creed anybody. When yeah. he went underneath his legs like that. And and everyone's kind of, even Mahomes, he was kind of looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's I, Now we're going to see more of that. You know who we are. That's why That's why I think some, and that's not why, because I don't think it's ever happened in the NFL anyways. But we saw it on Saturday at BYU. Uh, OU was taking a knee from the shotgun. But I think it was to take the snap, stand for a couple seconds, milk a little bit more clock off, mm-hmm. and then take get a you knee. further back. Yeah, to be able to, you know, you, you get that situation where you're snapping it with like 45 seconds, and you're wanting to get that play clock to where it's underneath there. Yeah, that makes sense. And sometimes you even see people run around the other way. Can I ask a stupid question? What? Because I usually do. Um, why isn't spiking the ball intentional grounding? It's just a. It, you're in the pockets, not beyond the line of scrimmage. There's no receiver near you that you're intending to throw to. Because it's just a play. It's, it doesn't really count as a pass. Just, you know, that's why. I mean, um, if we're getting real technical. That's why. It's just a. It's accepted as what it is, I guess. It just is what it is. It that's, is that's, that's the. I think that's what it says answer. in the rule book. Rule book. <laughs> it just the, is what it, it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Um, all right, college football playoff rankings tonight. What if it's you and you're in that room? What are you thinking about in regards to Florida State? Well, I know I said this yesterday. I've kind of, I've kind of gone 180 on it. You can't. I mean, I said yesterday you can't fault a team. That's undefeated. That's well on their way to a conference title, and then a devastating injury to their quarterback. 
star quarterback, Heisman contending quarterback, and then gives you pause and putting them into the final four because the star isn't there and they could get walloped by, say, Georgia if they got like the four seed and they got the one, assuming. But uh, I mean, that, that to me, it's just like that's not, it's like a coach, it's like a team getting sanctioned for a coach's. I mean, what's happening in Michigan? You know, there's could more be coming from the NCAA. Well, it's like not, it's not the player's fault that the coach screwed up. It's not the player's fault that their quarterback got hurt. All these, you know, there's the rest of the players on this 100-plus roster team that should be rewarded for their entire season's effort. But I do think they will think about it, though. I do think they're going to – and I think you've said there is something that says they have to talk about it. Yeah, I think it's it's there. And, it's and, I, a, and I and I unfortunately think it's going to cost them. As, well, as will reflect my top ten. I mean, it's not the same team. No, no, you're no. It's not the same team. Now, I actually think they might just go with the status quo tonight, as they've had it, as a wait and see approach to see what it looks like with the backup quarterback. Yeah, me too. This is because, what, now, there's like three more after there are two more. Yeah, they play Florida and then they play Louisville. Well, I meant rankings. Yeah, there'll be this one. There's three more. This Including one next tonight. week and then the one after the gotcha. the uh, games. But, I mean, as, as unfair as it seems for Florida State to be able to go undefeated in a Power 5 conference and not make it into the college football playoff, it would be even more unfair if the committee, to, to me, if the committee just absolutely ignored them starting now before you even see what Tate uh, Rodemaker or Road, is it Roadmaker? Roadmaker. Roadmaker. Road, I think it's pronounced Roadmaker. It might have been Rodemaker. I, I didn't know. It's but like the, before like we the see what he can do. Rookie of the year kid. Roland Garner. Henry. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> so, I mean, I do think that they, they Florida State deserves – two games to prove their worth i don't think Agreed. it should i don't yeah. think it should eliminate them right now but i also think you unfortunately for them the 11 games that have been played essentially go out the window in my mind because that's not that the, the 11 games that were played Ten and a half or ten and three quarters, they're gone because Jordan Travis is gone and he ain't coming back. And so now the work that they did with him to get to this point where they're still considered should absolutely count as consideration. But I just don't know how you can how you can even look at what they've done so far this season and pretend like that matters because that ain't the team that's going to be there. To me, it comes down to a two-game eye test. Because if they win, their resume will be what it is: a thirteen and zero Power Five conference champ. And that's when you know those weeks before will matter because they were able to win all those games. Mm-hmm. But if you're just looking at an eye test and what this team versus that team, if it comes down to it, I mean, who? This, this is just going to be the sad reality, I'm afraid, for Florida State, unless this dude looks like a reasonable facsimile of Jordan Travis as far as the way the team operates. Because I, I for me, and I'd have a hard time not doing it in that room, if it comes up to, let's say, Washington wins, either Ohio State or Michigan's undefeated, and then Bama beats Georgia. Are you really going to think to yourself? I mean, I have a hard time thinking to myself if, if if what I suspect might happen happens. Well, Bama hasn't lost since week two to a Texas team that had a chance to be in the playoff and, and might still. We, we don't know how that's going to. But are you going to take? Are you going to take this Florida State over the SEC champ Alabama? Oh no. Probably not. And okay, are you going to take this Florida State over 
the two-time defending national champion that just had their 27-game win streak snapped by Alabama in the SEC title game? Probably not. Or are you going to take this this Florida State over the Big 12 champ Texas? Who beat that Alabama team that just won the SEC? You know, I mean, yeah, it, it's – I think it's unfair to, to just kick them out before we get to see – but I don't think it's unfair if 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 it's clearly not the same Florida State, even with two wins, then I don't think it's unfair to judge them as they are now, not as they were throughout a majority of the season. What if – I think what helps Florida State or what could help Florida State is if they come out, they win these next two games – convincingly and it's because of the surrounding pieces where where roadmaker just kind of a manager just a manager a facilitator takes care of the football doesn't make any risky plays gets it in space to his skilled dudes and then they just let them cook you know what i mean and then the committee go listen they keep doing that i mean that that's still a good team mm-hmm. right i mm-hmm. mean it's not like jordan travis played defense i mean what if they go into shut down florida they shut down louisville they look good doing it on the other side of the ball too offensively and it's like you know there's a lot of question let's be real there there's a lot of question about georgia and their quarterback situation going into the year and and but no one really there wasn't loud questions because there was was such a good team around them right i mean they had the tight end they had all these guys around them he turns out he's a pretty good quarterback so what if this kid's the same what you know he's the heir apparent probably so whether it's like well this is just the next man up He's taking care of the football. He's getting it out to his running backs, to his wide receivers, his tight ends. They're making him look good. And then defensively, they just look really good. I mean, no, there's a what, there's what, a way where that, that happens. I think that is why. I mm-hmm. think that's there. There's their hope, for sure. But if he's making, if he's, if there is a noticeable lack of offensive production, that's it. If they're winning, that's, and that's listen, if they're, they're winning going. these games ten to three or yeah. something, yeah, then and just look like they have a hard time getting the first down. It ain't gonna work out for them unless I mean they. If you're Florida State right now, there are two teams that you were rooting your tail off for to keep winning, and that's Washington, and that's Georgia. Because if those two teams can go undefeated and win their conference, Oregon's done, Alabama's done in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So now it comes down to whoever loses this week with Ohio State and Michigan and Texas. And at that point, I think you might have it, especially if, if what what you're describing we see. I think you got enough cachet for that to work. I really do. But you you really if you're a, if you're a Seminole, you really start rooting for Uga and for Washington, just to eliminate some players in the conversation. Yeah, that, I mean that's the, the the least the the least amount of teams in the conversation, the better right now for Florida State. Yeah, if it ends up. Oregon beats Washington, Bama beats Georgia, Texas wins the Big 12 with one loss, and then whatever happens, you know, whoever wins this week in the game between Michigan and Ohio State, you know, that they're in, all of a sudden it's a lot more difficult, I think, for Florida State. It's a lot more difficult. But if those other two win, then all of a sudden it's back to that clean, hey, we got four undefeateds, put them in. Right. Yeah. We can get to this. We're not going to have time to get to it today. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by the question about the state schools and how we feel like they delivered on the seasons that we thought. We can. That, that's going to be the first thing tomorrow. Okay. Underachieved, overachieved, or achieved for OU and OSU. Give me your top ten. My top ten is – I'm going off memory – because I just closed the list. I'll have to bring it back up. Here we go. I'm just filibustering. Number 10, I got Missouri. Number 9, Louisville. Number 8, which still feels low to me, but they're still very much in this conversation. But I like the teams above them, though. Number 8 is Alabama. 7, Oregon. 6, Texas. Florida State at 5. I've dropped them out. Washington, 4. Ohio State, 3. Michigan, 2. Georgia, 1. Yeah, I dropped Florida State way further. I've got I was being nice. I kept yeah. him out of the top four, you know? Yeah. I, I got Mizzou 10, Louisville 9, Florida State 8, Texas 7, Washington 6, Oregon 5. I get it. I know who won those games. I just don't think they're better now. 
Bama four, Ohio State three, Michigan two, and Georgia number one. And that's just that's more eye test for me than what they've done. Sure. Okay. You're about to have to go tradeo it up. Yeah, I'm slowly handing it off to Jaden. She's going to talk today. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's very good because I'm I'm trying to save my voice for tonight. Might not. What's be happening much. tonight, Jared? Oh yeah, five o'clock. Canute uh, Arnett. I think that's it. It's the only show in town, right? Yep. Carry on TV. We'll be back. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal, wrapping up a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. And we appreciate Rodney and all the gang down at Paul Jones Drug. They got something called convenience packaging. What is convenience packaging, you might ask? Well, it is they individually package your daily medication. So no longer do you have, you know, each each Sunday. You've got like six or eight pill bottles out. You're trying to make sure you got the right dose and the right day for your pill caddy and load that thing up for the week. No, 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 no. They do all that for you. All you have to do is open up your medication, take the meds, and boom, you're off for the day. Also, durable medical equipment, which is your walkers, your canes, your crutches, wraps, etc. Most insurances are accepted on the medical stuff, but it's not just the medical stuff down at Paul Jones Drug. Also, awesome gifts and greeting cards. We're in the holiday season right now. Go down to Paul Jones Drug. I promise you'll find something uh, for somebody that you're looking for. Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main, care you can trust right here in Elk City. <clears throat> Keep on mentioning it, but we'll do it again. Tonight, Paragon TV, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. Canute and Arnett. Girls game starts at 5, boys right after that. 5 o'clock. Don't forget not the normal time. It is a five o'clock time. Five o'clock for Canute and Arnett. It's the only show in town on Paragon TV because obviously we're right here in the Thanksgiving holiday and then come Monday next week, high school basketball will be cranked to the max and it'll be ready to roll with the basketball season starting up then and not ending until first couple weeks of March of 2024. Lots of time for basketball, and tonight will be one of those games. ParagonTV.com, 5 o'clock, Canute and Arnett. You know, there's one story that we haven't mentioned, and kind of it's been an ongoing, an ongoing battle uh, for one of, if not the – greatest athlete that Western Oklahoma has ever produced. And if you haven't seen Damon Miner this weekend on his Twitter account, you know, he's been spearheading the, 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 the fundraising battle for his brother, Ryan, who's stage four cancer. And this weekend he, he, he announced for the family or for his brother that, uh, basically all treatment, possibilities have been exhausted and so now Ryan Miner on hospice it's it's one of those for somebody that grew up my age or that's older than me it almost doesn't even seem possible a dude that was like invincible right I mean like Superman with what he could do on the basketball and the baseball field not only at Hammond but then obviously going to Oklahoma starring in both basketball and baseball. You know, Big 12 Player of the Year on the basketball floor, helping the Sooners win a national title on the baseball field. Eventually ended up playing Major League Baseball and, and is the answer to one of the one of the greatest trivia questions of all time. And that is who, when Cal Ripken Jr.'s streak ended, who replaced him in the starting lineup? And that guy is, is Ryan Miner. And it's just... 
it's it's just it's a sad reality of of life that even a guy that so many of us put atop the sports pedestal in western Oklahoma and beyond to see it, it end so abruptly you know when it does and, and and just the sadness of that and and it just i mean it just reemphasizes that you know we all every one of us has an end date and and it's not going to necessarily be when you think it's going to be or even going to be fair or whatever you want to however you want to categorize that but it's just really a sad and shocking news uh, about one of the greats of all time in western oklahoma and that is the fact that Ryan Miner has been put on hospice and at this point, the end seems near uh, for one of the best of all time out here in this in this side of the Sooner State. We thank Paul Jones Drug. Appreciate Rodney, the support of the show, ongoing support of the show. Go down there. I'm serious. Everybody's got some kind of gift to buy right now, and they've got a whole bunch of really nice ones. Thank you to Paul Jones Drug. Let's wrap it up with Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Final show of the week right here on the Skinny on Sports. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.